the social introvert. Keep your publishing. Oh my God. I mean, that's the, that's the one thing we all let go. And I didn't do that, thank God. But a lot of artists, they sign a deal and, you know, I give you a million bucks and I say, well, look, uh, here's the deal. Your 10 songs that you release on this record, I'll basically own 50% of them, and here's a million bucks. And most guys would do that because they probably came from nothing, but I didn't do it. Oh, I'd say around 2000, 2001, we started getting phone calls um, from Universal. And Universal is, we have a co-publishing deal for Baby Got Back, but I own 87% of the song. I wouldn't give it up. Well, Universal said there's this new thing called ringtones. Everybody's in there saying, what the hell's a ringtone? You know, you call a phone and all this shit happens. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I didn't think nothing about it, but I said, well, go ahead, do what you want to do. You know, put the stuff out there. So Ricardo calls me one day, Ricardo's my manager, and he goes, dude, we got a check for like 300 grand, what happened? I'm like, oh, I didn't do nothing. I just told these guys they could use these ringtone things, and I realized, oh, shit, there's money in this stuff. So cats are coming back now, buying old school songs and putting them on their, on their ringers. So that, that wouldn't be able to happen if I didn't yeah. own my publishing. Let me talk. Yeah. What good's a cliff if you grab the edge? The lessons in the fall, you don't know what's war cause you haven't bled. This little rapper asked for advice. Here's what I gladly said. For every Rick Ross, there's a Gary Webb out in Cali dead. Remingtons, sort of barrels measure a half a leg. This ain't for small beef and this leaving your baby calf in shreds. Wicked priest, born from a slave, breaking his fast with bread. Holy water snuck up in the Met Gala to splash the lens. Yeah. Now just throw your hands in the gray skies. Meetings in the yard, they remember ransom at Bayside. Artificial rappers, fictitious anthems, and they rise. So why practice when Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 513. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I said Davis. I have other social media handles. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? Could be about anything. If you want to put me onto a new TV show or a movie you kind of want me to talk about, I guess, I don't know. Send those my way to the Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com. So I decided to take off again and come to South Carolina. So I'm currently in Bluffton, South Carolina. Well, technically, I went to Savannah first, and then now I'm here in in Bluffton, South Carolina, literally probably 25, 30 minutes apart from each other. So, yeah, I came to see my mom, my brother, and uh, just came here to Bluffton the next day to uh, see a few people, you know, uh, that I used to hang out with and had a good time. So I'm currently in a hotel room just kicking it. If you hear, I don't know if it's going to be like a, a a whirring sound or like a buzzing sound. It's like a, I, I, it's the AC. It's loud ass AC. But anyway, Tanache is still trying to keep this beef with Chris Brown alive. I, I don't get it. So uh, this... <laughs> Why is it, why is she keeping this alive? Why is she trying? Let it go. I know that she was working on an album. I, I don't know the name of it. I do like Tanache. Let's just get that clear. I really like Tanache. I think she, she Tanache is an artist that is so talented that the girl can produce. She taught herself how to produce 
on a digital audio workstations like Pro Tools and, and FL Studio and crafted her own projects, which the, the projects really weren't bad at all. I think she had about four and she signed that crappy deal and it's just been yeah, it's just been downhill from there. But the girl is talented. I believe she is just under a label that constricts her from doing what she truly is capable of doing. I, I don't know. I don't understand. So this interview that she was in, this article, let me see. Oh, go figures. TMZ. T, uh, I guess I'll just read it off of TMZ because I have another source here that is a pretty much an update of the beef currently. So Tanache says she regrets her collaboration with Chris Brown, something he heard loud and clear in which he didn't kindly to trading her by suggesting she's not big time. The singer was on a podcast earlier this week, and at one point she was asked about the R. Kelly and Chris Brown joints in 2015, which made Tanache cringe, not to mention explain she actually laughs out loud in distancing herself, saying she didn't want to work with them. For the R. Kelly team up, let's be real now. She says she blocks that memory out of her mind. Tanache also says it was strictly a label decision and says the same thing applied for her Chris Brown collaboration. From her POV, having him on the song didn't make sense. Of course, most media outlets ran headlines pointing out Tanache seemingly bashing Chris Brown, even though she really didn't go all that hard on him, and Chris caught wind of it. He responded to an IG post that captured a headline which read, Tanache regrets 2015 collaborations with R. Kelly and Chris Brown. That is so embarrassing. In the comments, Chris wrote, name five Tanache songs or die. <laughs> Everybody did. After Chris Brown's burn, the internet has reached a couple different ways. Naturally, many people are slamming Chris for trying to diminish Tanache's career. And some are even saying they could name five Chris Brown songs with a gun to their head. Twitter's calling cap though. I'm going to stop there. So this is potentially to get sales up for her album. I wasn't really aware of Tanache dropping a new album. It's called BB Angel, I guess. Um, BB slash Angel. Um, and then she sent out a tweet later saying, uh, let me see. Let me see. The, the, the tweet says... Anyways, stream needs, and I guess that's one of the singles off of her album. I have not listened to this album yet. I'm going to, like I said, Tanache is extremely talented. It's just, you know, from the public eye, it doesn't seem that way. There's just some girl that looks like an industry plant, but the girl genuinely is talented. So since then, since then, uh, let me see where that other article is. And for some reason, Joyner Lucas decided to throw himself in the mix. He needs to go somewhere. Anyway, Tanache continues Chris Brown beef by liking tweets suggesting he's butthurt. While she stayed pretty silent since expressing regret over their collab, it seems like the R&B star is quietly keeping things heated. This is so goofy. Tanache and Chris Brown's mounting beef just got a subtle, harmless, but nonetheless spicy escalation. For those unaware, the two spark conflict with the former Express regret over their collaboration. Let me fast forward here. I just, um, let me see. Explaining that her label made them think, then Breezy clapped back by asking fans to name five songs from Tanache's catalog, which prompted a lot of debate online. Regardless, thanks to the new tweet, 
that Tanache light, it seems like things aren't over just yet, even if it's through innocuous and low-key action. Moreover, she recently liked a tweet that insinuates that the Virginia native is butthurt over a rejection. You already know we riding with you the tweet that Tanache light began. I got a good feeling you rejected Chris and he still butthurt over it. That would explain his hostility and weird obsession with you. Laugh out loud. Furthermore, it's unclear if the tweeter is insinuating a romantic advance or if Chris Brown knew that she didn't want to do their song together. Beforehand, either way, it implies that the 30-year-old believes there's something deeper behind Brown's anger. Uh, however, from what Tanashi said during her Reflection. It's unclear whether she didn't want to work with Chris Brown because of his abusive and controversial. Okay, we know what this is, right? And the fact that she keeps this beef going is kind of funny. And I don't believe for one second that Chris tried to shoot his shot at Tanache. I don't. I just don't believe it. And and to be honest, like I said, I genuinely like Tanache. I'm gonna be very honest here. I can't name five songs. So why is this a debate? And why is Twitter sitting here trying to say, oh, well, you can't name Chris five Chris Brown songs with a gun to your head. Bruh, I can name five Chris Brown songs off top. Off top. Like, this is too easy. And honestly, the, the average non-Chris Brown fan can most likely name five songs as well. So let's, what are we doing here? Why is this a thing? And why is this a beef? This is so silly. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, did poor Tanache. Like I said, this is a girl who suffers being uh, tied down by a label who truly does not want her there and is not doing anything to further her career. The girl is talented out of her freaking mind and it's ridiculous. And I think it's, it's even more ridiculous that nothing's come from it since the what's the song with Schoolboy Q? Is she her first single, which was 2012. Is it Two On or something like that? And then there was a remix. It's like no one cared about when Two On came out with Schoolboy Q, right? The beat is cool. The verse from Schoolboy Q was pretty cool. The hook was, is, you know, it's catchy as shit. But nobody really cared about it until Drake jumped on the remix. And I would argue that the remix is not that damn good. It really isn't. It was lame. So, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Poor Tanache. Anyway, <laughs> that song that you heard in the beginning of this episode is called The Powers That Be by Ransom, produced by Mayer. And it is off of a brand new EP that Ransom dropped called Spare the Rod, Spoil the Child. He's been working on an EP recently, one with V-Don that has yet to come out. And I think that's supposed to be called... The, the rumored title is called Rand the Impaler, excuse me, titled Rand the Impaler, and it's a play on Vlad the Impaler, the, you know, King Dracula lore and shit like that. Then there was another tweet he put out not too long ago that he was working on something with Harry Fraud. So I'm thinking that was one of the two. This EP is completely different from either of the two this ep is produced by the producers are mayor nicholas craven and a couple of other producers but yeah uh nonetheless this ep does not disappoint i really enjoy it and is ransom barring you niggas up like this <laughs> if you didn't know by now 
he's barring you up and he sounds better than ever. Ransom is at this point uh, 23, 23 years in the game, almost 23 or 24. I would argue a little longer than that, but I'm really enjoying his resurgence and just, you know, something about COVID. I don't know what it is. It's like that was the year that, you know, a lot of bullshit happened. But for some others, it was just like a fire just lit up under some people and they just they went to fucking work. But shout out to Ransom. Uh, I can't wait to see what he has coming next. I know the next two EPs or, or albums, whatever he does. I can't wait. I just know the next two projects. One of them is with Harry Fraud and the other is with, uh, excuse me, V-Don. So I'm looking forward to both of them. But this next joint I'm about to play is from an artist, R&B singer Amal Nux. And this joint is called Red Light. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Once again, that's Red Light by Amal Nux. It's a brand new single. available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. So, uh, Diddy dropped a new album called The Love Album. Uh, a thing and things like The Love Album. What is it? What's the, the actual title? I, I didn't listen to it yet. I don't know if I will. Oh, yeah. The Love Album Off The Grid. And he declares that R&B is officially back. He is declaring that there is an R&B resurgence since his albums dropped. And listen, man, I heard a couple of joints off of the album and it's um it's okay so far. I've not listened to the album in full. I don't I don't something about it is just it's is not grabbing me at all. It's not really saying, "Hey, Sid, hey, psst, come here. Come here. Come listen to me." Like it's not that at all. I don't feel that when it comes to this album. I just saw it and I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Diddy has a new album. 
right? Whatever. If it's not top in Last Train to Paris, I really don't care to listen to it. Because <laughs> there's two albums from Diddy that I really, really enjoy that are probably, I would say, just stellar. Just it can't be beat. That's No Way Out. And the other is, of course, like I said, Last Train to Paris. Uh, Press Play was all right. Um, I do like, what's that song with Christina Aguilera? Tell Me. That was one of the singles. I thought that song was fire, but um, yeah, if it ain't hitting on nothing like Last Train to Paris, I'm not wasting my time with this album. I just can't. I heard the joint that had um, The Weeknd on it. That was cool. That was all right. You know, you know, I was, I was feeling it probably because I like The Weeknd a lot, but um, the Love album off the grid is nothing that I'm I'm racing to go listen to at all i just i don't know something about it's just it's like a turn off for me i don't know i'll explain it probably in full detail later after the album or after i listen to the album but i just i don't know sorry diddy sorry guys i'm, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of you saying oh this is a classic this is the greatest thing that diddy's ever created but yeah uh in in other news right so oh boy Jeezy and Jeannie Mai um, have divorced, or Jeezy has filed for divorce. And um, it's due to, from what I'm seeing here, to disagreements on family values and expectations. I'm not one to sit here and just try to jump into detail about these celebrities. I could give a shit. Um, the other one that I was kind of looking at was the Giselle Bunchton and uh, Tom Brady divorce. And I think Giselle was saying Giselle was upset because Tom Brady has gotten a new girlfriend. And I'm like, dude, he's Tom. Do you realize who this man is? It's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That's it. That's that's all you need to say. And it's you got to give it to the guy. This this man is cemented in history. So there's nothing that you can do or say about Tom Brady to slander him. He's a living legend at this point. But uh, this Jeannie Mai and Jeezy. Uh, divorce it's, it's kind of strange i don't i don't know um it's kind of weird because at one point i think this chick was talking about how she could give herself a, a long-term relationship with a white dude but the her i think her fetish or something like that was she was like always wanting a rapper like that was like her thing and she openly said it multiple times from what i remember but her previous husband, I, I believe, left her because she didn't want to have children with him. She just didn't see herself being a mom. But then, I guess getting with Jeezy, she decided, you know, Jeezy's the person that made me want to have children. And then now this happens. I'm not going to get all too deep into it, but I will say this for Jeezy, for Jeezy to sit here and just di divorce her just out of the blue, like... Something had to be going on, or there might have been some shit that we didn't see in plain sight. Uh, I, I don't know, man. But here's a clip of Jeannie Mai explaining, I guess, the reason that this divorce is even happening. Check this clip out. Not a lot of people know this, but it's just something in my family. I've seen it in my grandmother. I'm sorry. I seen, saw it in my grandfather, to my grandmother, to my mom, to my aunts, to me, mm -hmm. right? But I didn't notice it in myself. Until I was with Jeezy. Interesting. You didn't notice in your previous marriage? No, no. Because I, because 
it has to do with the type of relationship you have and the type of respect you have for that person to mirror things back to you where you actually would stop you in your tracks and evaluate yourself, you know? So you had it. So I had it, but nobody it ever nobody ever called me out on it. Also in my line of work, sometimes being a boss isn't so isn't so great for you because you have a lot of people who just agree to what you want. They're mm -hmm. they're yes men, right? And so I didn't notice that I had a hot temper until I got with Jeezy and here's a person who is my equal and I really respect. And when I would spew some of my old habit and he was like, uh-uh, like who, that's not flying here. And also it would trigger him to come back at me with things where I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? But I was triggering him. So through work, we learned that we both have certain habits that to the everyday person from friends, family, fans, they'll never see it. Mm -hmm. But to the person who loves us deep enough, you can press that button and boom, the dragon comes out. And we both have it, so we had to work on that. But he never told me to fix my temper. I just saw it and I thought, unless I want to stay in this place where I lose this person I love and I stay in my comfort zone of doing what I wanna do and function the way I have for the last 40 years where nobody else had to stop me. Which obviously has done quite well for you. Right, I could have. But this was something greater that I wanted. And also a great challenge to myself to say, what if now that I know it exists and the dragon's there, what if I got rid of that? How do I kill that dragon? Or So yeah, I'm just ultimately saying that she's the problem. She's been the problem all along. Like we, people were trying to sit on Twitter and Instagram and figure out, they're like, well, goddamn, Jeannie Mai must be the issue at this point. And there are some people bringing up her mom, which, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like leave the moms out of this, but a lot of people were trying to make points of saying, oh, her mom's pretty fucking annoying. <laughs> saying ignorant shit like that. But yeah, this is a resurfaced clip. The clip I just played of Jeannie Mai explaining how she had a hot temper and would sometimes clash with him and try what she could do, you know, just to trigger him. And they would do it back and forth to each other. But I, pretty much it, I think this was just bound for a disaster. This wasn't going to last long, but they did a pretty damn good job of, you know, I guess hiding it. But maybe not, you know, like it, it was there in plain sight. If this is a resurface clip, like it was it was already destined to fall apart. I, I don't know. Like, I, it sucks, you know, but oh, well, Jeezy wanted out from the universal Ling Ling. He did not want to be around Ling Ling anymore. And he's just like, I can't take it. I, I need joint custody of the child. And it's just it's not going to work anymore. So. Yeah, it's it's a sad situation. Um, I, I honestly thought that this was going to be something that, you know, a, a transition for Jeezy. It's a perfect transition. Like he ain't got to rap. He ain't got to trap or die anymore. He ain't got to do none of that shit no more. Or talk about the recession or anything like that. He can. Th this is this was his perfect transition. And yeah, just you know, things fall apart sometimes and. Yeah, man. Um, hold your head, Jeezy. I will say that. And um, I don't feel bad for Jeannie Mai because she probably just she probably had him running for the hills. She probably drove him fucking insane. <laughs> he was just ready to get out. So, yeah, that's going to wrap this episode up for me, man. I'm going to cut it short. And uh, thank you for listening to episode 513. I was going to drop an episode for Wednesday, but 
I just been running around, um, just running into people who, you know, I used to hang with and, you know, trying to keep up with my mom and my brother, seeing what they're doing, making sure they're cool. And yeah, man, I'm just kicking back in a hotel. But I was like, you know, I ain't missing no weeks of the social introvert like that. Like if there's ever been a time where I missed it, I was really busy and I've probably missed total out of the six years that I've been doing this. What I've, I've maybe taken total at least three, maybe four weeks off from you know, just, you know, spread out, of course, of recording an episode of The Social Introvert. But I don't know. I mean, this, you know, I ain't talking about nothing, really. Just kind of wanted to take a break and just drop one episode for y'all, you know, just to let y'all know that I'm still here. I haven't really been posting like that on social media, which and some people were like, man, where, damn, where, where the updates at, man? What you doing? And I had to explain to them, which was funny. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening to episode 513. Really quick, shout out to my favorite podcasters. Y'all know who y'all are. And shout out to the BYNK Radio family. Y'all know who y'all are. And uh, go ahead and like, rate, subscribe, and follow the Teradome Highway podcast, which is my other podcast. A horror movie show where I talk about horror films. Crazy thing, um, I already had the episode done and ready to go. And I was going to post it. But I left my iPad home and I forgot to airdrop it to my laptop. <laughs> so I was a little I was a little annoyed at that, but I'll upload it as soon as I get home. And um, I didn't even get a chance to edit it, dude. Like, damn. But anyway, make sure you follow, subscribe and, you know, leave some feedback for the Teradome Highway as well as the Social Introvert Podcast. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. The Social Introvert. mixed bag of emotions right now you know um i guess i just gotta get a refund because i booked this trip in advance right and i booked my airbnb like months out before this happened i planned this months in advance my car my bnb everything was months in advance i saved a lot of money and we got here and we were so happy about it and just two hours before it's supposed to happen they give us excuse that their stage wasn't finished BYK radio